The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? <laughs> no, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. It is Wednesday morning, and it is time to make some trades on Fantasy Football Today. Buy low, sell high. We'll try to take a look at the most traded list. Got some emails in the show, fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. That's the letter I. I probably don't give out the email address enough, but fantasyfootball at cbsi.com is where you can reach us and, you know, put something relevant in the subject line. Adam Azer, Dave Richard, and Heath Cummings. Jamie will be joining us a little bit later. We also have Fantasy Jeopardy a little bit later. We have Fantasy Jeopardy theme music a little bit later. I will ask you about your Halloween. I have an idea for Heath for next year. Pretty easy idea. I think easy to implement. And uh, let's start, though, with your favorite buy lows. Who should we be making offers for? Heath Cummings. I'll go with a pair of wide receivers. One, his coach and his general manager just got fired. Devontae Adams has had the worst four-game stretch of his career since the end of 2015. Wow. But I just don't believe that he's washed. We know that he was running wide open down the field, could have had 200 yards and two touchdowns in that game. And I don't totally believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is that bad. Listen, that was the first game for him since week five of 2020 that he had a completion percentage below 50%. Earlier in the year, we were talking about how great he had been for both Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers and, yes, opposing defensive backs. They might make a change at quarterback, but Devontae Adams in the past has been quarterback proof. And so I would like to buy low on Devontae Adams. And then the second one is Marquise Brown. Kyler Murray's coming back. Marquise Brown averaged almost 17 fantasy points per game with Kyler Murray without DeAndre Hopkins last season. Brown could be a top 12 wide receiver rest of the season. Definitely agree on Marquise Brown. How would you feel about Devontae Adams if it's Aiden O'Connell the rest of the way? Because there's already a report per the Las Vegas Review Journal, that that's the direction the Raiders are leaning on. Uh, a Aiden O'Connell instead of Jimmy Garoppolo. I think I'd, I think I'd be okay with that. Oh, boy, that gives me a little bit of pause. Me too. Uh, like, eventually, O'Connell can maybe put it together. And I'm sure, like Will Levis with DeAndre Hopkins, he will know to throw in the direction of Devontae Adams. But we've, we've already yeah. seen a sample size of O'Connell playing, and how did Adams do in that game? Yeah, I think everyone's looking it up right now. He had eight catches for 75 yards on 13 targets, 
at the Chargers. Jacoby Myers sounds just fine to me. It does sound good, but I still trust okay. But Garoppolo that just tells more. me that you have to buy significantly lower on him than what the perception is. The perception is that he's a what a top twelve wide receiver, top fifteen wide receiver. But top I don't know if that's the perception right now. Your points per game, they do better than that. I don't know what the perception is. I think a lot of people are, are probably in the he's Devontae Adams, he'll be fine camp. A lot of people are in the uh, he's old. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, they did fire their, their coach and their GM. Um, I was going to say, you know, bring Jamie in here. Hey, Jamie, good morning. Good morning. You know, could you, could you make the case that Jacoby Myers is a buy low because he's been a star with Jimmy Garoppolo until everyone was bad this week. But if it's not going to be Garoppolo, I don't know. Myers was terrible in that game with Aiden O'Connell. So, all right, if you're going to buy low on, on Devontae Adams, just be aware that, that it might not be. It was two, catch, two catches for 33 yards on four targets for Myers. It might not be Jimmy Garoppolo rest of season. Uh, Dave, who would you buy low on? I'd try and buy low on David Montgomery because the hype is all about Jameer Gibbs, two straight games where he's had awesome numbers, but they've been two games without David Montgomery. And I think Montgomery is still going to be the short yardage guy, and I don't think he's losing his role as – a primary component of the run game. It could be a 1A, 1B type situation until they get, we we talked about this, until they get inside the 10, maybe inside the 5, and that's when I think Montgomery takes over. So I would try and get him on the cheap, even if you've got to wait a week to use him. Yeah, results from the poll I did yesterday, 2,800 votes. Who would you rather have rest of season in PPR? David Montgomery or Jameer Gibbs? 58% said Jameer Gibbs. Um, who would you guys rather have rest of season, Gibbs or Montgomery, PPR? Gibbs, you can't put that back in the box. <laughs> like, that's it's too good. Why, they've done it before. I think, I feel uh, like they did it with a different player before. I feel like he's. I feel like he's. What's in the box, Jamie? What's in the box? I feel like he's going. Yeah, I mean, back look, he's box. not. Gonna, he's not going to be this. But you, oh no, you, you saw what or you heard what Dan Campbell said. Like, I, I think this is where all the high fiving on draft night comes into into play. Where he doesn't go back to being a complete secondary option, I think it's it not in terms of how they're used, but in terms of playing time, probably fifty fifty split. Um, yeah, I think I'd love to hear you ask ask uh, ask Dan Campbell a question about David Montgomery. You're gonna get like sentimental music and uh, why, 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 why can't cheek? he love both of them? They're no, both I good know. players. Yeah, but the touchdowns could make the difference there. Only the one of them is a kneecap biter. Right, only one's a decap fighter. <laughs> All right, Jamie, who do you want to buy low on? I, I'll still buy low on Chris Olave. I don't know if you guys talked about him yet or not, but, it, I mean, there, there's too many targets going in his direction that this is going to continue to be a disaster for him. So there's a million Olave frust- million frustrated Olave fantasy managers at this point, and, and, and I get it. I'm, I'm one of them. Um, but it's just, you know, you see Derek Carr with these three straight games of 300 yards passing and, and it's, you know, Rashid Shaheed and it's Michael Thomas and it's Taysom Hill. and It's like everybody but him, but they're trying. And so eventually there'll be some connections and maybe there's a, a, a sell high opportunity, a chance to sell him after that, you know, after he has one of those games, if you're just concerned, it's not going to be consistent. But I mean, there's a, there, there's, there's definitely some big games coming for a lobby and I, I would take the chance on getting him cheap if you can. He does have the second easiest projected strength of schedule the rest of the season. Take a look at who they play. It's Chicago this week. Minnesota and Detroit are in his future. I think those are the two toughest games he's got left this year. Everything else is Carolina, Giants, Rams, Bucks, two games with the Falcons, one's in Week 18. It's it's a really good schedule. You just have to hope that the, there's the, a clicking that needs to happen between Carr and Olave that's been missing Really, for a while, but especially since Kamara's come back. Yeah, I wanted to dig in more on Olave. I didn't have as much time as I wanted, but I'm watching the video right now. Third quarter, 741 to play, second and six, ball at the 39-yard line. Olave runs a really nice route. He is wide open. He is going to walk into the end zone for a 39-yard touchdown, and he just dropped it. I think the ball got on him like a little bit earlier than he thought. And he just dropped it. But imagine, put a 39-yard touchdown catch on his stat line last week and tell me if you're buying low on him. I don't think, I don't think you'd be able to. People would probably be okay with him. Um, he does have a bit of a touchdown problem, though. He's got five touchdowns on like 190 targets in his career. And perhaps some of that is he's such a deep ball guy. It's not so easy to catch touchdowns when, with the high A dot sometimes. Well, it's also playing with, with Andy Dalton and 
Derek Carr. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's right. But he has seven end zone targets this year, which is a pretty nice amount. So I'm glad you brought him up. I was going to bring up Chris Olave. I, I'd like to buy low, but I'm, I I needed to hear it from I needed to hear it from you. So uh, Olave or Devontae Adams? Who would you? Who's a better rest of season buy? I'll I would take that. Olave because I think I trust his quarterback more, which says a lot. I'll, I'll take, take Adams. I'll take. I think he'll just be a little bit better. But they're both in that same sort of similar range. All right, I want to talk to you about. Here's a topic I want to get into because like we have this trade. I think I put it in the notes, and someone said, maybe I didn't put it in the notes. Yes, I did. All right, so someone said uh, Jack from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I just made this trade in a ten-team PPR league. Give up Garrett Wilson, Joe Burrow, and Calvin Ridley. Garrett Wilson, Joe Burrow, Calvin Ridley. Get Cooper Cup, Trevor Lawrence, and Jerome Ford. First of all, you can answer that question. Would you give up Wilson, Burrow, and Ridley for Cup, Lawrence, and Ford? I don't think I would. I think I like all three players that you gave up more than all three players that you received. No, you like Wilson better than Cup? Uh, Is Matthew Stafford playing? I think he'll be back. Might be a couple weeks till uh, we see him, but, but one but of those weeks is a buy. My uh, what I was what I was going through. Okay, so don't make that trade. But I was the point I was thinking with that trade is like let's say you like Cup a lot better than Wilson, and let's say you weren't really so high on Ridley, and you could even say you liked Ford better than Ridley. I don't know. I mean, Ford's Ford's been pretty good. Um, the quarterback downgrade is so big there from Burr to Lawrence, and that's what I'm wondering. Can you win? Do you feel like you guys can win your fantasy league without a top? I don't even know top blank quarterback. How many quarterbacks do you feel comfortable with? I don't know that I can win a fantasy league with with Lawrence, certainly, uh, with Stroud. I feel like I need a stud. How many are there? And that's that I was going to bring up Justin Fields potentially as a buy low, even though he's not playing right now. But I, I'm hesitant to, to upgrade at other positions and downgrade myself at, at quarterback. Uh, I've lost too many weeks because my quarterback has stunk while my other team had Jalen Hurts, while my opponent had Jalen Hurts, who scored you know fifteen more fantasy points, I'm like, you get you get what I'm saying here. How important is it to have an elite quarterback? How many are there, and how does that you know shape your strategy as we enter Week Nine? I'm gonna throw. That how many are there Jamie. moving forward? Yeah, what do you think, Jamie? The I think I've got seven. You got Mahomes. You have Allen. You have Hurts. You could put Burrow there now. Tua. Um, I, I put Lamar there, five. No Tua? Uh, Tua, six. How about Justin Herbert? Herbert, seven. That's it. That's it. I don't think Dak belongs yet. I don't think Goff belongs yet. He's kind of taking a step back the last couple of weeks. I don't think Trevor belongs at this point. Uh, how, about, seven. how about Fields? Fields was starting to get going. Right. So you have you have Fields hopefully back soon. You have the potential of Kyler. You have I'm trying to think like anybody can get to this point. Like you lose cousins. That's that yeah, was that's you know one, one that that's was stunk. Totally Dobbs isn't gonna get to that point. <laughs> no. no. No way. So the ones that I think you put in the next tier is that's really the telling part of it, right? Because those are the ones that you may have to rely on because there's 12 people in most leagues. So the next the next tier is probably, I think you put Dak in there. I think you put, I still think Lawrence belongs there. Uh, maybe. He's got potential. I, do, sure. I, the, I The other side of that is, though, I think we did a pretty good job of who it is. I think it's seven, and there's like four who could be um, in the second half. But I don't agree that you have to have an elite anything like I don't I don't think when you're talking about one position on your team there's really any bar I can win with a streaming quarterback I can win with a crappy RB2 I can like it's it's just you've got to be really good everywhere else but if you're you can cover up a streaming quarterback and still win league sure I have I I, I'm, I'm just thinking of my teams like I have three seven and one teams and one is Jalen Hurts one is Trevor Lawrence. One is Jordan Love. I, I've got. My, I'm seven and one in our super flex league, and my quarterbacks are Gardner Minshew and Bryce Young. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have two in, in Lawrence. I think it's hard though. <laughs> it's hard to buy low on on one of these elite quarterbacks if you want one. 
Maybe no, you Mah- can't do it. I tried. I put out an offer for Mahomes. I don't know how people are going to be feeling about that. Um, maybe yeah. You know, if you believe, in I thought field- you've been complaining all year because this is the first year you drafted Mahomes and you hate him because he's not good I anymore. I still think he's going to. No, he's of course he's good. I still think he's going to be fine. I don't <laughs> what was one of the offers that you made? Well, I, don't, I want you to make fun of me here. Let me see if I can. Okay. Well, listen. If it's a bad offer, you can always take it back and improve it. No, I just I, I, I want one of those quarterbacks. I don't even remember the league. I was probably re- probably got rejected because I don't see it anymore. Um, anyway, uh, I just I want one. Of I just made a trade this hard. morning in, in a superflex league. I traded Will Levis for Raheem Mostert. Oh, interesting. Ooh, okay. Um, Are you in our magazine league? Adam is yes. Oh, it was okay. it was Jordan it was Jordan Love and Raheem Mostert for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's not enough for Mahomes, but it's. It's not enough for Mahomes. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get Mahomes. It's hard to get those quarterbacks. But I'd like to try. Yes. All right. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's move on here to your favorite sell highs. I, I do want to uh, let's see anything particular. Yes, let me promote uh, the CBS Sports app. All right, it's a great app. I was on it last night. I said, you know what? I totally forgot. I was trick or treating, having a good time. I forgot there was a World Series game going on. Rangers crushed them. So I checked the CBS Sports app and get the all the important information as soon as you turn it on. The scoreboard is great. Um, you can follow your teams. You can follow your best bets, and you get your breaking news. I get my breaking news from the CBS Sports app, and I watch live sports on the CBS Sports app. So you can do that. Stay on top of all the latest updates. It is totally free on iPhone, Android, and it is the easiest way to keep your finger on the pulse of every game that matters. Download the CBS Sports app. All right, favorite sell high. Oh, Dave Richards, why don't you kick it off? Favorite sell high. I would try and see what I could get for Jalen Waddle, who's had 18-plus PPR points in two of his past three games. We know that Devon Achan's coming back soon. That'll bolster the run game. That's why you're trying to get rid of Raheem Mostert for Patrick Mahomes. And I think the Dolphins' schedule coming up, it'll be challenging, but I, I just I, I wonder if there's going to be a target crunch for a while and he goes back to what he was before Achan got hurt. All right, Heath, your favorite uh, sell high? I've really struggled this week with finding sell highs. I do still agree that like I'd sell Raheem Mostert for a lot lower than what he's been so far this year. So I think he's still on the list. Um, and I would still try to sell Jameer Gibbs if somebody's bought into him as a top 12 running back over the last two weeks. I think he's probably more like RB 15 to 18 with Dave Montgomery. I think they're both in that range. Okay. Jamie? Agreed. I mean, is there a better sign to sell DeAndre Hopkins than right now? <laughs> That's fair. Would you say, what about totally the two, fair. The two guys I, just, I wonder about? how many people are going to be amped to trade for him. Well, I mean, you know, there, there's still the name value. There's there's a three-touchdown game. There's, oh, my God, look at Will Levis. <laughs> you know, like, there, yeah. there's there's a lot that you can certainly be selling people on. So, um, if you could turn – I would turn DeAndre Hopkins into Chris Olave if I could. I think I you'd have one. to do something like, with Hopkins to make it happen, but it's within the realm of possibility. Going back to the discussion earlier, Adam, I, I think – like, I know the Stafford questions, and so it's not – you can't sell them as high as you used to, but I'm, I'm, pretty, wor- I'm pretty worried about Cooper Cup. And Puka Nakua? Yes, but I think you can get more for Cup. Yeah, I I mean, I have no idea what's going to happen with Stafford, but based on what they said day-to-day with the UCL injury, I think a reasonable guess is he misses Week 9, Week 10 by, comes back in Week 11. Reasonable guess. If that were the case, would you still be selling Puka and Cup, because I think it's very possible Stafford comes back and is playing hurt and isn't good, you know? So, like, we've seen well, that before. Jacob Gibbs was tweeting about this yesterday, but Cup's been working much deeper than Puka Nakua since he came back. And if there's some grip strength issues for Stafford and he's playing through an injury like we saw with Russell Wilson a few years ago, I wonder if it's it's difficult for him to be accurate on those deep deeper routes. All right. There's also the chance of if he's out for a long period of time, not that it's apples to apples, but, you know, Sean McVay took Baker Mayfield through the car wash last year and he played really well. Is it a McVay quarterback whisperer thing that he helps prep ripping enough to the point where those two guys are sustainable? Not to the same level. Right. 
of what Stafford was doing for them, but at least playable enough that you're starting them still in fantasy. So you're talking about two top 10 guys with Stafford when he's right versus two top 20 guys, which, yes, you'd still be selling high on them, but they're still startable and you're not going to be completely cratered. Like but, I'm assuming you could get a pretty decent bonus on top of Devontae Adams if you give up Cooper Cup. And yeah, I've, but I think the general public knows that Stafford's hand is an issue. Cup's had two bad games in a row. Uh, I think people would hesitate on overpaying for Cup at this point. You might have to wait until he has a good game first. You know, it's funny, um, Adam, we had this conversation about what happens to wide receivers when they turn 30 uh, prior to the season. And you would say, really, all of them have had some bad moments. For the most part, though, Keenan Allen's been good. And the best one was the one that we really discounted the most was Adam Thielen. He's yeah. been he's been a star. But Adams has had a bad season. And again, not always all, all his fault. Uh, cup, injury, bad season. Hopkins, for the most part, bad season. Um, these guys, when they've turned 30, they've they've had problems. Is Evans 30 or is he 29? Uh, Evans, Evans is 30. Good, I think he's 30. Yep. I, I think the Diggs just turned 30. Uh-oh. Yes. Sell. Three days ago. Sell. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen, I want to throw out – why don't we do this? Why don't we rank – why don't we rank some receivers? And I want to look at the most traded wide receiver, the most traded player in CBS Sports Leagues, and it's T. Higgins. So we have talked about Adams, Olave, Hopkins. Uh, I'll throw Higgins in there. I don't think Marquise Brown is going to quite make this territory, just a guess, but you could. we could do that too. So that's five receivers. Adams, Olave, Hopkins, Higgins, Marquise Brown. Let's rank them rest of season. Jamie, Dave, Heath. Olave, Adams. Who, who else was there? I'm sorry. Higgins, Marquise Brown, and uh, Hopkins. <laughs> Olave, Adams, Higgins, Hopkins, Brown. Adams, Olave, Higgins, Hopkins, Brown. Adams, Olave, Brown. Hopkins, Higgins. Oh, okay. And then Adams and Olave are one, two in some order. What about Cooper Cup? Where does he fit in with that group? At the top. Oh, wow. So I, maybe I should be buying Cooper Cup. You guys had him sixth on that list, like behind T. Higgins? No, no I, I, I had him first. First. Oh, he's at the top. Is it after Brown? I'm sorry. I heard that wrong. Yeah, I've got him tied with Devontae Adams, basically. So, yeah. At the top. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, close. All right. Um, I want to bring up a sell high. His name is Travis Etienne. I want to make, I love him, but I want to make a case to sell him. He's the number two running back in fantasy. He's averaging 3.9 yards per carry. Very rare for a running back to finish in the top five, averaging less than four yards per carry. Uh, it did happen with two running backs back in 2021, Najee Harris. And James Conner. Najee Harris had 74 catches that year. Conner scored 18 touchdowns. So ETN is following the Conner route, basically. He has eight touchdowns in eight games. I think the yards per carry could easily go up, but he has struggled there a little bit. And they just signed a, a guard. Or they just traded for a guard who's very, very highly graded by PFF, so that's good. Um, but there's another case here. One, his touchdowns have not been... Uh, a lot of goal line stuff. It's been a lot of long touchdowns. I think four or five have been, four of his seven touchdowns have been from like 17 yards out or longer. And then his schedule is not great. San Francisco, Tennessee, Houston, Cincinnati. Those aren't bad. Cleveland, Baltimore. Uh, he does get Carolina in week 17. So he's the number two running back. I feel like you could get just about anything you wanted for Travis Etienne. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe he is just going to be that good. But I feel like his touchdowns have been a little fluky. I guess you could say if he weren't scoring these long touchdowns, then maybe they'd get in the red zone more and he would score shorter touchdowns. I don't think that's going to be Tank Bigsby anymore. Um, but I'm wondering if you think that this is the peak of Travis Etienne and why I'm certainly not saying that he's not going to be an absolute must start, that maybe we should, this is when we should cash in. Thoughts? I would guess you're going to hear the narrative coming off the bye that they have to get their passing game going a little bit more. You know, and, and maybe the return of Zay Jones, just because he has a different element to what they've been missing, helps that if he's healthy. So that's not to say that he can't benefit from that because he's still going to catch passes out of the backfield, but maybe it opens things up a little bit also for, for the run game. But 
that's really the one thing that's lacking in this team right now. I mean, their defense has been fantastic. I mean, you know, you look what they've done the last three games and how they've held opponents, you know, from a point perspective. Um, ETN's done what is asked of him. You know, I think they're certainly happy with what his production has been by comparison to last year. And while Lawrence is playing well, you know, Heat's noted this time and time again, you know, the red zone struggles in the passing game and just really how they're running routes. You know, you you watch them. It's a lot of it's just horizontal as opposed to anything down the field. So how much does that, you know, improve with some extra practice time? But that might hinder him a little bit. But I, I, don't, I can't really see a situation where he's going to fall off. So I guess if your point is, like, do you want to trade ETN for a struggling guy that was drafted ahead of him, like a like an Eckler or a Barkley maybe, you know, if you're looking to do a one-for-one one type situation, it feels like that's just a lateral move at this point as opposed to an upgrade. So I would probably just keep ETN personally. And he's, I think – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, the touchdown concerns I don't totally get because like, he's got more touches than any other running back in football. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey has 10 fewer touches than Travis Etienne and five more touchdowns. Mostert's got 60 fewer touches than Etienne and four more touchdowns. I, he hasn't been lucky, and he doesn't have a high number of touchdowns relative to the number of touches. He's just getting the ball more than anybody else. He's third in touches per game. Among running backs, 22.3 per game. He's fourth in PPR points per game. And Adam, you, you called out the schedule. It is a tough schedule. Look at who he's played in the last four weeks. He's taken on the the Bills, the Colts, the Saints, the Steelers. I don't think that that's a cakewalk. Yeah, he's but there's really only well. one tough defense in there from what we've seen. I mean, Pittsburgh, go out, Hayward, not the same. The Saints are really the tough one to me. The, the Colts, we know, have fallen apart. I don't know. I think he's he's pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, that's not a that's not a knock against. Him. I'm just saying like that no. that schedule is not. So look, murders. I, I think we would all agree. Rest of season, where does he rank amongst the top five running backs? Who would you take ahead of him in a one for one deal? McCaffrey is up there. Would you take Kamara ahead of him? Yes, I think it's close in PPR. Non PPR, I'd rather have Etienne. What about um, you mentioned Eckler? Is everybody going to be on board with Eckler now they had that big game against the Bears? Mm, I don't think so. He is running the ball so poorly. I agree. But at least I, they use him in the passing game, which I think helps him. What about Brees? Who would you rather have, Brees or Etienne? I mean, these are all lateral moves except for McCaffrey. See, and that's kind of the thing. Like, I'd much, I'd rather just stick with Etienne at this point. I think the thing, though, like, to, you know, your, yeah. your, your quarterback, you know, question, Adam, if you have good running back depth, which a lot of people don't, but if you do, you know, and you wanted to turn Etienne – into a quarterback and probably something because we know one quarterback leagues is going to take a little bit more, but if you could turn ECN into Mahomes and let's say Jerome Ford, you know, something like that. Oh God, no, I'd I'd go higher than that if I could, but but you know what I'm I'm getting at? Like if you're so desperate for quarterback, you know, you're trying to get two players for, for a player like that. Mahomes and Jacobs. Sure. I think if you can pull it off. Yeah. Heath, what'd you want to say there? I, nothing. All right. All right. Um, well, thank you for indulging me on uh, on Travis Etienne. Which, by the way, just remember, I, just, I don't hate Travis Etienne. I love Travis Etienne. I'm going to lose we every week, every game this week, because I have a lot of Travis Etienne. And he's on a bye. Uh, but I'm th- starting to think maybe maybe I could turn him into basically whatever I want. All right, uh, we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll go over the news and notes. There's not a lot of it. We'll preview Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Are we going to Will Levis in his second start? And uh, then we'll play some Fantasy Jeopardy and read your emails. All right, we'll be right back on Fantasy Football today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so the big news yesterday is that the Raiders fired their GM and their head coach, and now Antonio Pierce is going to take over. He's their linebacker's coach, former Giants linebacker, won a Super Bowl with them, former Commander's linebacker, did not win a Super Bowl with them. He will face the Giants this week in his debut as head coach. So we already talked about uh, Devontae Adams and all that. Does, do you want to, Is there anything else here? Is there um, a Josh Jacobs angle or I, anything? I had a question, like... Salary cap wise, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I know everybody goes through waivers now. And if a player gets claimed on waivers, the team that was supposed to pay him doesn't have to pay him anymore. That, that team that claims him has to take on his salary, right? Sounds right. I just wonder if one, any of these vets, because we've seen guys get cut late in the season, if if they'd rather just like, they're not going to have Josh Jacobs on the team anymore after this year. The Ravens want him. Is it worth it just to not have to pay him anymore? Because it sounds like the problem yesterday was they just wouldn't answer anybody's calls. I don't know. I, you you almost never see that though. Where a well, it happened with Baker last year, right? Yeah, but that's not in the same range as Josh Jacobs. All right, like I, I get what the Panthers were trying to do. Let's move on. Sorry. Uh, Minnesota acquired Josh Dobbs from Arizona. Jaron Hall will start this week. Uh, who do you think makes the most starts at quarterback for Minnesota rest of season? Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Dobbs. I would assume Dobbs. I wouldn't rule out Nick Mullins, though. He's eligible to return in week 10. If Dobbs stinks, then we could see Mullins, who's been in the building and knows the system, maybe yeah. as a starter. Uh, would you rank Justin Jefferson ahead of Devontae Adams and Chris Olave rest of season? Yeah. Yeah, with the potential of him coming back, absolutely. Okay. Kyler Murray could start this week at Cleveland. Kenny Pickett says he's playing on Thursday. Cameron Hayward practiced in full for Pittsburgh, their star defensive tackle. Uh, Houston center Jarrett Patterson is on IR. Detroit acquired Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Browns for a sixth-round pick. The yeah, Bears. hate James Williams. <laughs> um, the I don't know. You think it's that, or it's just a Marvin Jones replacement? Just some I think it's adding a quality player that was available and makes some sense for their team. But I mean, look, look, look at what they've done with this kid. You know, they haven't they haven't exactly said, "Hey, this is why we drafted you so high." Not that he's given them reason to, but still. Um the uh, the Bears acquired Montez Sweat for a second round pick. Yeah, he's uh -huh. gonna be a free agent. It's, yeah. What a what a thing. Yeah. Kind of weird, right? If they if they wanted him, then this was a good way to. If they wanted him as a free agent next year. This was a good way to get him. This gives them a much higher chance of keeping him because they can franchise him and, you know. But it's still weird, weird move. It's just. I would up assume so they much. already talked about a contract. Possible. Um, the but the 49 like the, for the 49ers to get Chase Young for a third round pick which is going to be a compensatory pick a super late third round pick whereas the bears are giving up probably one of the first picks in the second round for Montez Sweat it feels like such a difference to me unbelievable one was free and one was very expensive yeah exactly i like free the only way it works out is if sweat plays like an all pro for the next 5 years yeah in my head, I've been going, girl, I want a Montez sweat. Yeah, remember that song? <laughs> uh, Jacksonville acquired guard Ezra Cleveland from uh, from the Browns, or from the Vikings. He's he's not from, his name is Cleveland, but he didn't play for Cleveland. 
Jacksonville 30th in run blocking, according to PFF. So this should be an upgrade for them. And the Bills acquired Rasul Douglas from the Packers. What a great trade that was. That was a good trade, yes. Okay. Well, we got a game Thursday night, Dave Richard. There's a there's there's a guy sitting outside my office. Should I do the normal sound or should I make it loud and see if he like make it loud and make it proud? All right, here we go. Everybody get ready, turn down the volume. Thursday night. Na 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 nah. He was completely uh, unfazed. He didn't move a muscle. All right, Tennessee's at Pittsburgh. This stat I, I want uh I want a little bit of applause because it did take me a while to, uh, to to figure it out. But the Steelers have allowed more than 30 PPR fantasy points to three wide receivers. That is the most in the NFL. Who else Ooh. is doing that research, people? <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, they, they struggle against wide receivers. Talked about it last week with Calvin Ridley. They struggle against outside wide receivers. So... Are we starting DeAndre Hopkins, Jamie, in week nine? Yes, you should be. Um, with all the teams on a bye and injuries, et cetera, it's hard to get away from what he looked like with his quarterback upgrade. I probably haven't ranked too high, but I think you're just you know looking at with the expectation of how these corners have played. Uh, I'm anticipating the Titans chasing points. So I think we'll see Hopkins have – Kind of a similar game to what he had earlier in the year when he was playing at a high level. Where do you have him ranked? Too high. Top 15. That feels a little high. I've, I I feel like I might have him a little too low. I've got him close to 24th. Because he's I just I, right, right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, he's making make him, make him an 18th, Heath, or 19th. It, it, yeah. Um, man, this game script is hard to figure out because I don't mm-hmm. like yeah. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in either one of these offenses. Um, but the defenses have obviously had some major, major problems in the passing game and, and with dealing with the big plays specifically. So, uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting game. I kind of feel like with, with that being said, I almost trust Levis based on his one game more than I trust a banged up Kenny Pickett based on what I've seen from Pickett all year long. And it kind of makes me wonder if that's where the edge is in this matchup where Tennessee can actually put up some numbers through the air. Uh, look, I, I was impressed with Levis. I thought he played outstanding against Atlanta, and I thought Hopkins was in sync with him. Um, he looked good, too. I know another old wide receiver, but he, he's not running around like he's old. He's he's moving. And I, I can't help but think that there's going to be an opportunity there for both of those guys to put up at least moderate numbers. I would look at Hopkins as a low-end wide receiver, too, and I look at Levis as a low-end QB1. I think he's got – higher upside than a lot of quarterbacks that you're thinking about starting as a bi-week replacement with the same type of floor, even against the Steelers, even with Hayward coming back, even with them blitzing him like crazy. Look, he was pressured 40% of the time last week. Look what he did. So I, I'm kind of into what the Titans are doing in their passing game. There's being pressured at home by the Falcons. There's being pressured on the road by the Steelers. I think Levis is going to have a come-to-reality type of game after what we saw last week. Now, he may still fall into like 200, 2, and 2. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that's his stat line. But I don't think we're getting anything close to uh, what had... There was There was certainly some flaws in his game last week. Um, it, it's, it's, you know, Hopkins made a lot of plays for him. <laughs> Let's not make any mistakes there um, in, in how that game unfolded for him. The as first well. touchdown for sure. So I, I think we'll see... Well, the second one too, you know, where he, you know, Broke free the defense, or maybe it was the third one. I don't know. Well, the one no, he, the one he caught. Well, that was one. a double move. That was a double move that they had planned out. I, I so think Will Levis played a really, really good game. Like, let's not nitpick here, but he I, I have Absolutely. the same thought, Jamie. It's like short week to against mm-hmm. the Steelers on the road. A lot of towels. A lot of towels in that stadium. <laughs> like, it, it, it could easily one go fewer wrong. than last week, though, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it could easily go wrong, though. I, I, I could see that. So if let's say by Thursday, if Matthew Stafford's not practicing and it looks like he's not going to play, would you start Hopkins over the Rams receivers against the Packers? No. Over Nakua, yes. Not, not Cup. I might have a hard time even starting him over Nakua. All the Rams higher. Would yeah. any, any part of you want to start Hopkins over Tony Pollard at Philadelphia? I don't think I can do that. Okay. Because a big part of me would you, want to, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do last it. Week. 
But here I am saying that I'll do the exact same thing this week. No, I wouldn't do that. But, all right, would you start Derrick Henry over Tony Pollard? Derrick Henry at Pittsburgh and the Steelers. Run defense is getting better. They have not allowed a running back carry of longer than 16 yards in five straight games. But they do see the second most running back carries per game in the NFL. Um, Hayward is going to help if he plays. But yes. uh, H- Henry or Pollard? Heath? I'll go Henry and non-PPR Pollard if catches count for anything. All right. Generally, generally speaking, Derrick Henry is a start. He's at worst 14th in the rankings, probably right around 12th in the consensus rankings. So you can start Derrick Henry. Hopefully he gets that work. I mean, like I've been highlighting this three wins, 22 or more carries four law in each game, Uh, four losses. I think like less than 15 carries in every game, 15 or fewer carries in, in all four losses. Hopefully right in the, I mean, could be right in the middle. I'm not saying it's going to be one or the other, but you wanted them to be competitive in this game. Um, Levis, uh, would you start Levis or, or let's say you really need a quarterback this week, obviously Levis or Jordan Love against the Rams? Levis. Love. I'm sticking with Love. Yeah, I, I really wanted to add Will Levis. I'd like to have him on my bench, but I, I don't want to start him on a short week against this defense. I like Mac Jones better than Will Levis this week. Ooh. I do too. I do not. Baker Mayfield or Will Levis? Baker. Baker. Will. All right. And Gardner Minshew. Baker's at Houston. Agreed. Those two I have back to back. That one's closer for me. Let's go over to the Steelers side of the ball here. So we'll sit Kenny Pickett because Kenny Pickett's thrown five touchdowns uh, in seven games. I don't even know. He must have like the lowest touchdown rate in NFL history. I swear. It's he never throws. Whose touchdowns. touchdown rate is lower? Kenny Pickett's? Let me see. I'll tell you if he has the lowest this season, because I think there's only, there's one guy who might be lower. Oh yeah. Stafford. It's, it's I mean, if it's if you're asking me, it's either Daniel Jones or Trevor Lawrence, and I'm sure it's Daniel Jones. Um, Pickett's at two point five percent this year. Daniel Jones definitely below two percent. Oh, jeez. Uh, regression. Start. Uh, would you start a Pittsburgh running back? Anybody want to start a Pittsburgh running back? Najee Harris has. Uh, he has. You said regression or Daniel Jones caused a recession for the Giants. <laughs> Eight <laughs> catches in his last two games for Najee. But any you starting a Steelers running back? Not if you don't have to. Agreed. Yeah. No. I. No. I mean, Najee over Warren though. Najee over Warren. Yeah. I, I, Najee fell into my top 24, but it's kind of by default. Pittsburgh wide receivers. Which one do you like better this week? Deontay. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm with you. It. I've got Deontay in full PPR. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it's a bit of a coin flip. Yeah, well, on Beyond the Box score, Jacob pointed out <laughs> with, with a, a shake of his head, uh, that Matt Canada went right back to the old George Pickens route tree. He ran go routes. I don't even remember what it was. It was an extremely high amount. I think he said he ran one slant the entire game. So all of the progress that we saw from Pickens in terms of being a more complete receiver, running the types of routes that lead to fantasy points, he stopped doing it last week. And he did score a touchdown, but he had one catch for 22 yards and a touchdown on five targets Deontay. Deontay scored 12.9 and 16.5 PPR fantasy points in his last two games. Uh, who's the best wide receiver in this game in PPR? Hopkins. I have Deontay Highest. I have Deontay Highest. but Okay. Would you start Gabe Davis or Deontay Johnson? Deontay. Uh, Deontay. Deontay in full PPR, Gabe, and everything else. Would yep. you start... Deontay Johnson or um, I'm sorry, would you start Gabe Davis or or George Pickens? Davis. I think I'm with Thomas. Do you Thomas? Do you have the the office meme of Pam saying that's the same picture? (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about Jacoby Myers or a Steelers receiver? Well, if it's O'Connell coming under center, then I will take a Steelers receiver. Um, I would go PPR, Johnson, Myers, Pickens. Myers is first if Jimmy starts. Myers is last if O'Connell starts. All right. And I think that's pretty much it. We're going to sit the tight ends in this game and the Pittsburgh DST 
Let me get the updated rankings there on the Steelers DST. It's I, yeah, yeah, mine are not updated, so I, All right, I'm well, so far behind this week. Jamie's got him third, and Dave has him seventeenth. So <laughs> one of us likes Will Levis, one of us, and, and Heath doesn't even know. So uh, <laughs> what, what does mine say? Third. Third? Yeah. That was my first instinct. So yeah, okay. I'll stick with it. All right, perfect. I'm surprised you like Will Levis as much as you do, and have Hopkins as low as you do. I think he can run a little bit more, and I, I don't think Hopkins will be the only guy that he connects with. And listen, it's not like I love Will Levis where he's like top five. I, I do think today, to that point of he won't be the only one, um, if you're in a deep league and really struggling at tight end, I wouldn't mind having Chig on my bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pretty involved last week. He has a bunch of targets over the last three games. I Just, just in case. How much of that though is, is Traylon shaking off the rust last week, and now he's more involved this week? Right, right. that's that one of the too. receivers that I think could end up taking some numbers away from Hopkins. Not that I have him ranked super high, but bench right, guy for everybody. sure. Dave, that's it for Thursday night football. No, 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 no. Okay, fantasy Jeopardy time. We got a new theme song coming out July from our home office in Westchester County, New York. It's a few people's favorite game show in the fantasy football world. Fantasy Jeopardy! It's Fantasy Jeopardy or Top Ten? It's Fantasy Jeopardy! Answer in the form of a question. You only have five seconds to answer. All right, let's try it. We have three categories today. That was great. Thank you. The most amusing part of that was watching Jamie just stare you down. <laughs> I couldn't see any of you while I was yeah. doing it, and I, I knew Jamie was not enjoying it. Um, but this is a game Taylor made for Jamie today. Our three categories are quarterbacks, flexes, and famous Jamies of any spelling. Famous Jamies of any spelling. So, Jamie, I think you deserve to have the board first. Uh, what would you like for your category? Uh, famous Jamies of any spelling. For 200, 400, or 600? Uh, we'll go 200. All right. Famous Jamie's for 200. She appeared on AMC probably dozens of times last month. Uh, who is Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes, you didn't buzz in, but I will give you the answer there, or the, the, uh, the points there. 200 bucks to Jamie. Who is Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes, I watched Halloween last night. Finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to... Do some work. Turn on Halloween. It's You have to, right? Unfortunately, I finished in the month of November, so I don't know if that actually counts. But anyway, uh, Jamie, the board is yours. We have famous Jamies, flexes, and fantas- and uh, quarterbacks. I'll do famous Jamies for 400. He reminded us that if you want to survive in a horror movie, you should never say, I'll be right back. Oh, my God. I don't remember his name. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jamie. Um, yeah, me. Uh, who is Jamie from Scream? <laughs> I am not going to award you for that one. Sorry. <laughs> no idea. I don't know the actor's name, but I know exactly. I see his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's Jamie Kennedy? Who's Jamie, Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. Nope. Board is still yours, Jamie. Uh, famous Jamie's for 600. Sharing a last name with the king of rock and roll, this Jamie appeared on shows such as Mom. Heath. Heath. Who is Jamie Presley? Yeah, Heath jumps into the lead with 600 that was points. The easiest one ever. It was the uh, king of sharing a last name with the king of rock and roll. The category is called famous Jamie. He's <laughs> laid out what the person's last name is. I don't know. I mean, the king of rock and roll could be anyone. It could be Tom Petty. It could be Bruno Mars. You know, um, right, Heath, the board is <laughs> Bruno Mars is the king of rock and roll. Sure. <laughs> with a last name rhyming with Wesley, she appeared in. Uh, Heath, the board is yours. Quarterbacks or flexes? That would have been more difficult. Uh, Quarterbacks for 200, please. Um, Quarterbacks for 200. He leads all quarterbacks in passing yards and passing touchdowns. Uh, Jamie. Jamie. Who is Josh Allen? Heath. 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 Who is Kirk Cousins? Dave. 
It was either him or who is Tua Tungavailoa? Yes, Tua leads in passing yards. Tua and Cousins tied for the NFL lead with 18 touchdown passes. Dave is on the board with 200. Jamie, 200. Dave, 200. Heath, 600. Uh, Dave, the board is yours. Famous kings of rock and roll for 1,000. <laughs> quarterbacks, 400. He leads all quarterbacks in rushing yards by 100 yards. Heath. Heath. Oh. Who is Lamar Jackson? Correct. You have a thousand points, and the board is famous. Yours. Famous quarterbacks for six hundred. <laughs> he leads all quarterbacks in percentage of passes thrown to running backs, while also leading Dave. all quarterbacks in percentage in pass attempts of thirty or more air yards. Jamie, I, ugh, I, I, was... I said my name twice, Dave. Once ahead, while Dave. you were reading the second part of the clue, Dave. But who is Derek Carr? It's a great guess, though. Heath. Well, I think. Wait a minute. Jamie should be Jamie. Jamie. Well, that was Jamie's guess. I was gonna say Carr. I have no idea. Who is Russell Wilson? Oh hell yeah, dude! That is good job, Heath. I probably just sealed the deal there um, with sixteen hundred points. Yeah, because we only have twelve hundred left on the board. Oh, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Heath, you win. But I thought that was so interesting. He's got the highest percentage of running back targets and the and the highest the highest amount of was, throws of thirty or more air yards. I was looking at it yesterday. And you know how Samaj P. Ryan's kind of dominated passing downs. Javante Williams and Jaleel McLaughlin are actually both top five in targets per route run amongst running backs. Like they are just it's the Sean Payton offense. All right, uh, they are number one in. Uh, Running back target rate, the Broncos are right. So makes sense. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what the question was. What they that was the clue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Heath, uh, flexes for two hundred. The board is yours, but I'll just flexes for two hundred. Um, among the thirty-nine running backs with fifty or more carries, these two running backs have the highest explosive run rate. Hint: they were in the same draft class. Uh, I know one of them. Explosive run rate for all uh, for all of you at home from True Media is percentage of carries that go for twelve or more yards. So, which two running backs have the highest explosive run rate? Hint: they were in the same draft class. Answer in the form of a question. Heath. Yes, Heath. Who are Zach Moss and DeAndre Swift? Jamie. Jamie. Who are Travis Etienne and Ken Walker? Good guess. Wait, were they in the same draft class? They were not. Well, they were not. You're right. Their first year was the same first year. Yeah. This was the, right. the $200 one? Uh-huh. <laughs> the next question is going to be tough. This is know. just a total guess. Dave. Yeah. Who are Devon A. Chan and Jameer Gibbs? It's a great guess. It's uh, Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. I don't think A. Chan oh. has 50 carries. Oh. I think that's why. But So... I thought Moss had the most explosive runs, but I guess he has too many carries for explosive run rate. Yeah, must be. Okay. Um, so it's Bijan and Gibbs, highest explosive run rate, the two rookies. Um, for 400, he is the number four running back in fantasy behind Christian McCaffrey, Travis Etienne, and Raheem Mostert. Dave. Dave. Who is Alvin Kamara? Is total points or points per game? Total points behind McCaffrey, Etienne, and most. Oh. You don't get another guess. Uh, Jamie, who ja- is Zach Moss? Hey, Jamie's got it for 400. That gives him 600. Jamie, uh, the board is yours. You have one choice. Flexes for 600. Famous Jamie's for 1,000. No, flexes for 600. And the answer there is our quadruple double. Jamie gets a chance <laughs> to win the game uh, for $2,400. Uh, there are three. Well, have, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't want to win. I want twenty three hundred. <laughs> uh, there are three wide receivers with fifty eight to sixty one targets and only one touchdown catch. He is one of them. So all you have to do is name one of them. Two of them play in the AFC North. That's your hint. Three wide receivers with fifty eight to sixty one targets, but only one touchdown catch. Who are they? If Jamie gets one of them on his first guess, he wins Fantasy Jeopardy. He steals it from Heath. <laughs> 58 oh. to 61 targets for the season? Uh-huh, and one touchdown I think I catch. know one of them for sure. And you have five seconds. Amari Cooper? 
Hey, Jamie, you're so good at this game. You won it fair and square. Great job. Uh, who are the I others? You should have more targets than that, though. Only 61. Yeah. Who are the others? Zay Flowers. Who is? Zay Flower. Oh, he didn't say who is. Oh, no. Heath wins. <laughs> Heath wins on a technicality. Congrats, Heath. You're a genius. <laughs> it was Amari Cooper, Zay Flowers, and... In the NFC, it is Michael Thomas. All right. That was a really bad category. So let's go on to the most traded list here, and then we'll read your emails to finish the show. T. Higgins is the most traded player, and I think he's kind of interesting because he's still not playing a full snap share, and he's got that ribs injury. And should we still be valuing T. Higgins like like the old T. Higgins? And then um, the second guy on the most traded list is Calvin Ridley. So, Dave, give me your breakdown of Higgins and Ridley and how we should be valuing them. I'm interested in Higgins at the right price simply because I think the Bengals offense is heading in the right direction. I I think that he'll eventually come through and have some good games. You kind of have to forget about what you've seen through the first half of this year when it comes to pretty much everybody on the Bengals offense. With Ridley, my hope is that the Jaguars figure out ways to um, change how they've used him, get him off of press more often, maybe use him in motion more and that he erupts as the top target in that offense moving forward. I would also be interested in Calvin Ridley at a cheap price. Yeah. Like, what does that mean exactly to you? Would you trade Raheem Mostert for either Higgins or Ridley? I'd hope to give up less. But if that's what I have to do and I'm deep at running back and I want to get one of those receivers, then I suppose I would do it. You'd probably get one of them and something else. Yeah, that would be nice. Do you guys prefer Higgins to Ridley? I have Ridley over Higgins, but they're very close in the trade chart. I prefer Ridley to Higgins just because I don't know how healthy Higgins actually is. Right. I I prefer Ridley to Higgins too, just barely, but they're both. I think I have Ridley 23 rest of season and Higgins 27 rest of season. Um. I think the other thing is like, and I, maybe it's because Higgins is not healthy that this has happened, but Jamar Chase has become one of those like thirty-three percent, just completely dominating targets, and he's he's open. Like he said, he's always open. He's really always open this year, more more so than he's ever been. I just don't know that Higgins can see the same number of targets the way that Chase is playing right now. We we had uh, uh, Tom Spencer on this game this past weekend, and he said the coaches specifically talked up. Getting, um, getting, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. I was going to say Tyler Brooks for some reason. Uh, I knew that wasn't right. Tyler, Tyler Trey, Boyd going. Traylon Boyd. Uh, Traylon Boyd. Um, specifically talked about getting him going, and, and that was a little telling. Like, is that because Higgins is hurt? Is that because they really like the matchup for him? Not that it turned into anything. He just scored a touchdown, but they, uh, they, they seem to be a little concerned about Higgins. I think they have a little bit of a Boyd to fill in their passing game. All right. I got to take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll look at the top 10 in the uh, most traded list and play buy, sell, hold. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
All right, we're back here, and uh, we're going to play buy, sell, hold. You just tell me real quick. Buy, sell, hold. Joe Mixon, he's third on the trade on the most traded list. Hold. I agree, buy. hold. Um, hold, hold, and a buy. C.J. Stroud is fourth. Hold. Hold. Yeah, I'd like to say buy coming off that game, but I just don't. I, it's, it's really discouraging that they chose that approach for the entire game well i'm not sure if you we talked about it on monday but basically what happened with the texans and cj stroud acknowledged as much after the game is that teams are starting to play back on them they are you know keeping their safeties deep they're taking away the big play and they're daring them to run the football and they're daring them to throw short cj stroud said they you know he blamed himself he said the teams are making adjustments his head coach said the same thing and he also said, we have to not care. We have to take our shots anyway. We can't let them dictate it. But I, did think, I do think this is an interesting development now because the, the Texans have to counterpunch, and we'll see if they can. Right, but I don't – what bothered me was that the counterpunch was handing the ball off to Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary and not throwing slants to Nico Collins and wide receiver screens to Tank Dell. Like, I, I don't – even if they're playing back, that's fine. You can't run the ball. All right. So. I will say, though, just in terms of the game um, – you might be able to sell Stroud still because of all the quarterback needy fantasy teams, and he's probably on a lot of benches. So he may he may bring something back better than you think. I'd be uh, surprised if he did. Najee Harris is fifth. Guy. Buy, sell, hold on Najee Harris. Sell, 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 sell. <laughs> well, yeah, sure, sell him. I'm sure people are just... He's on know. the most traded list. He's fifth. I'm not making this up. Uh, people are obviously buying Najee Harris. He's had good fantasy points the last two games. I'm selling the hell out of that. Yeah, but I don't expect a lot. No. Like, you're not going to turn him into um, Olave. No chance. I don't even know if you can turn him into Drake Mike, London. Can you turn him into Michael Thomas? Why would you want to turn him into Michael Thomas? I'd rather just have the 10 points from Najee than the 10 points from Thomas. <laughs> um, no, I I was saying because Najee's been able to get to that ten to, to fourteen point range once, twice this season. Michael Thomas is always there. Um, I would uh, Jared Goff buy, sell, hold. Bye. A little worried about buying with Montgomery coming back. It's a fair point. If if if, if we're in a league where people are going to pay up more than what we think for Stroud then they might be falling over themselves for Goff, even on his bye week. In that type of a situation, I would sell. I would imagine that most people are not excited to acquire Jared Goff uh, for much. They might do it for a little bit. He does I, have... I think three. he's ultimately a hold, but if you can sell high, you should sell high. He has three home games remaining in the fantasy season, so keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. And four on the road. Yeah, he's on the road week 13, 14, 16, 17. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Against New Orleans, Chicago, Minnesota, and Dallas. So three of those matchups are woof. Mm. Could be tough. All right. I think I'm satisfied with the most traded segment because we've talked about some of the other guys. Um uh, we'll finish off with just one more. Buy sell hold Devontae Smith coming off a nice game. Hold. Hold. Yeah. And I'll buy if somebody thinks they're selling high at like a mid wide receiver too. Price. Uh, you know, I think he'll be what we draft him to be. I like that. We need the Braveheart soundbite. Hold! Hold! Right? Yeah, that'd be good. Okay, uh, emails from Henry. FantasyFootballCBSI.com. Where's Henry from? Burbank, California. In the CBS Top 150, Jamie has James Cook 55th. Heath has James Cook 33rd. And Dave has him 72nd. Trying to decide between James Cook or Ramondre Stevenson. Cook against the Bengals, Stevenson against the Commanders. Who do you guys prefer, Cook or Stevenson? Cook. I'll take Ramondre. Two Stevensons and a Cook, is that what I heard? Yep. yep. Heath, Heath, you're high on You got him 33rd overall, uh, I guess, and I don't know where you have him at RB, but you're high on Cook this week. He's around RB 20, I think, 15 or 20. I'm, I think I'm more lower on Stevenson. I don't think he's in the top 25, and maybe there's a little adjustment for that because of the Washington trades, but I think that it's still those guys matter more to the pass game than they do to the run game. All right. From I, I don't Alex. know. Chase Young's not doing much on running downs. Alex says, is now, oh, where's he from? Duluth, Minnesota. 
Is now the time to sell Montgomery with Gibbs going off against the Raiders? And what do you realistically think you can get for him? No, I don't think so. I think it's time to buy him, if anything. I would not be selling him after that performance and going into his buy. This is not the wrong time to sell David Montgomery. Yeah, especially, I mean, just people are so much higher on Gibbs than they are on Montgomery, so I think the value is pretty low. Uh, From Garrett, start one in half PPR. Hopkins, Godwin, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. From Larry... Jahan Dotson was 11 on the dropometer. Now he's the number one waiver wire pickup after one good game. Please explain. Uh, well, he's gotten 18 targets the last two weeks. So that's a big part of it is that Howell's looking for him and they're making a concerted effort to get him the ball. Two, the receiver list this week was absolutely atrocious. <laughs> so, you know, it's byproduct of the week and what's available in the game that he just had. And so, you know, looking at how much Howell has been throwing and probably will continue to throw and Curtis Samuel getting banged up as well, I think this is hopefully the point where we get the strong finish from Dotson. And we talk about this with rookie receivers all the time. He missed five games of his rookie season. He's got a quarterback change, so there's a lot going on, I think, with Dotson. So I don't mind him rest of way. And maybe we were too soon to say completely get rid of him. So that could have been the, the, the error more so than running to go back and add him right now. We waited seven weeks to say get rid of him. There were others that were probably getting rid of him after three weeks or four weeks. We gave him almost two months to come through. And of course, Murphy's Law, he comes yeah. through the week after we said to get rid of him. It was a mistake. It's a bad look. Hopefully, Dotson pays off for those who have him the rest of the way. And from Matthew, would you drop Jordan Love for Sam Howell or Derek Carr this week? Yes. yes. Howell sure. first. Howell for Dave Heath. Howell. Jamie? A car for me for this week. So that's cool. Who, who would you rather have, Carr or Howell, oh, Adam? I'd rather have Carr. Vroom, vroom. I'd rather have Carr this week. Uh, okay. Thank you very much for watching and listening, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow with Starter Sit for the AFC home games, including the Bengals and the Bills and the Dolphins and the Chiefs. It'll be a fun, exciting slate. Talk to you later. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.